Welcome to 30 Talks, a podcast for chatting through things that matter to us as Asian females. I'm Carrie. And I'm Jasmine. Let's get into it. Hey. Hello. It's us again. And today, what are we talking about, Carrie? We're going to be talking about deal breakers slash pet peeves that we have. I think maybe more focused on relationships. Relationships. But we can always, you know, everything's open. Everything's game. Relationship pet peeves. Yeah. This just might be an entire ranting episode. (laughs) I know. It's okay. I think for guys, it can help prepare for the reasonable or unreasonable deal breakers that girls may have, depending girls, now you have somebody to relate to, right? Yeah. These might be a bit specific to us, though. So everybody is different, but... Yeah, like, they're not going to be really generic ones. Like, my deal breaker is that this person doesn't cheat because, like, no shit. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so can you think of anything that is new, like a newly... Acquired deal breaker for you? (laughs) Um, I would say that the older I get, the more woke Mm -hmm. I became, or Mm -hmm. more, I guess, just educated is a better word for it. Um, And there's certain things or ideas or um, ways of thought, schools of thought, that Mm -hmm. I don't really entertain anymore. Mm, Whereas before, I mean, like, oh, yeah, I, I can still see people's point of view. Yeah. Um, but I just don't even want to entertain it anymore. What's an example? Um, for example, a guy I went out on a date with was mm-hmm. um, pro-choice. Okay. Sorry, pro-life. Okay, okay. I was, I was like, like, okay. That's not right. <laughs> I he didn't know this about you. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was pro-life. Yeah. And I'm like, if you just say that, mm-hmm. I'm not going to write you off immediately. But right. if you don't have a good reason to back yeah. that up. Mm-hmm. And you're a dude, mm-hmm. and you don't have a uterus, like no uterus, no opinion. Yeah, to me. Yep. So, if you can't back that up in a really articulate manner, mm-hmm. that's definitely a red flag for me, and I cannot deal. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I have a that actually reminded me of something that a conversation that I had with a coworker mm. a wh- a while ago. Um, so she's a woman, but she's very religious. She's like an Asian woman that's religious. And we're kind of talking, like, treading very lightly on this topic because, like, it's kind of touchy, right? And I think the con- the conclusion that I came to was that she she was pro-life, obviously. Um, and I am pro-choice, <laughs> just putting it out there. Um, but her, it wasn't, like, a complete write-off because I can see where she's coming from. Like, her... Her solution, it was basically two solutions to a problem, right? That are, and coming from very different, like, ideologies. Mm -hmm. Whereas she thinks that she's pro-life. Like, obviously, you know, like, there are situations where, like, people always say, like, oh, what if you got raped and then you got pregnant you don't have this kid, right? Obviously, you should be able to abort. Mm -hmm. But, like, in her point of view, like, oh, there's other ways to go about it without abortion like you can put it up for adoption so it's like uh so her reasoning is that yeah like the the kids should have or the the baby should have a life 
And if you don't feel ready and it's like a horrible situation for you, right? But the the child is also a human being and should should have the chance at life. And I think, um, yeah, it's it's just like two approaches to a problem. Mm-hmm. And I think that happens a lot in life where, you know, everybody, everybody, nobody wants like rape, like that situation to happen, right? Yeah. But their solution to it is like very different depending on kind of what you believe. And I think I talked about this with my boyfriend afterwards and he he also kind of like oh okay like I never really saw it that way where it's not that these people don't care that girls are raped or these situations happen or girls in situations that they can't take care of the baby right but they just don't want yeah they don't want the abortion they don't want to kill a life in in their eyes right Oh, I feel like this can be a whole other episode, right? Yeah. Because it's like, at what point is it a life or... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more nuanced than that. But then I think it did kind of like made me realize that I think like even politically right now, this is like getting really, really not not lighthearted. Bang. (laughs) But just even politically, like people are so left or right, but then... Everyone kind of wants the same thing, but their mm-hmm. their approach to get to that end point is very different, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Depending on the person. So I think that's where people get divided on, like, the the pathway to whatever their end goal is, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. My, my issue is more around guys having the opinion versus mm. – and trumping mm-hmm. the woman's opinion. Sure, 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 sure. When it depends. They don't really have yeah, to do Yeah, it depends on the reasoning. Yeah, depends on depends on the reasoning for sure. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm feeling this alcohol. We took shots before we recorded. I haven't had dinner yet. Me neither. I haven't, I haven't had dinner. My body has no idea what time it is. <laughs> I took, it was daylight savings, and after work, I took a bath, and I took a nap. <laughs> And now it's 7.40 p.m. <laughs> and we took a shot, so I don't know if I'm having dinner tonight. This is this is what 31 looks like, guys. 32 for me. Almost 32. Okay. Anyway, what are – would yes. you say you have new deal breakers? Um. Yeah. So, like, this is pretty, like, surface level, I guess. But I think one thing that – because it became important to me over time – I feel like I would like it to be important to my partner as well, which is uh, taking care of your health and your body. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want to grow old with somebody who didn't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all this health issues would come up and they didn't try their best to, like, prevent it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a selfish reason, but then also good for them. Like, it's good for them to take care of their bodies, to live a long life and to be like, disease free or whatever like obviously you cannot help some things that happen but i would like you you to try and eat healthy like exercise do the best you can to like live a good life like i don't want to be i don't want to be bedridden when i'm 80 Mm -hmm. and i hope that you are not bedridden at 80 either right like Mm -hmm. all things considered yeah i think that has always been um at the top of my list but I would say the reasons definitely change, right? Because when you're mm-hmm, younger, you mm-hmm. kind of want someone who's more aesthetically pleasing. Ooh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's true. But now, definitely, I want someone who is able to, if I have kids one day, you're able to run mm-hmm. around and play with them and all that stuff, mm-hmm. even if you might be 40, 50, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And you have an obligation at that point to be healthy for not only you, 
but to everybody mm, else yeah. involved in yeah. your family. So for sure. And like I don't mean I need you to be like like a like Rich. a gym you know, you know, like like a gym rat, blah blah blah, but at least, you know, kinda know you know, do some activity, do mm-hmm. something for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Ooh, that leads me to another one, mm-hmm. actually. Um, people with their own hobbies is a mm. new one. Mm-hmm. If you don't have your own hobby, I'm less likely to... I just, I think I associate that with being clingy and okay. therefore me not being able to have my own hobbies because I didn't for a really long time and only mm-hmm. started rediscovering this in myself like... I guess somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like it's new and I don't want to give it up. And if you don't have hobbies and like you might be in my time for my hobbies and maybe it's a me thing. It's a me thing. Maybe it's like boundaries and being able to say no and stuff. But I actually know I like, I find it very attractive when somebody is very passionate about something. I don't even know if it matters what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree on that point. Like if I ask you what you do in your free time and you say, I watch Netflix mm-hmm. and I go on TikTok. I'm like, okay, you know, that's a deal breaker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what are some like really big ones that you're like, you hear and you're like, nope. Hmm, that's kind of hard. Uh, all I can think of are the really obvious ones. Like you're super misogynistic or blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like those, oh. those kind of things that don't, align with how I think mm-hmm. um I mean stuff like um, yeah nothing is really a big deal breaker it really depends on the person I guess um mm. a new one new one because of age for me is that mm-hmm. I don't want to help you grow up okay sure yeah yeah, yeah. right um, I don't I shouldn't have to train you to do things that you should already know I in my opinion already know sure and I, but then, you probably have some too now that you are actively living with somebody. <laughs> mm, nothing's a deal breaker though. Like, like no? it could be like a pet peeve kind of thing. Mm. Like, mm, I don't like it when I feel like I'm the only person cleaning up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eh, I don't know. They're they're like small things though. It's not like yeah. Hmm. Okay. What would be a real deal breaker? Um, yeah, I think just overall in general, if our values don't align, then yeah, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. But things like if he snores, like I would not like that, but maybe I can live with that. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm a very light sleeper, so <laughs> it's very hard for me to sleep well. And I'm all, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Same. I'm a very light sleeper. The slightest so, thing happens and I'm like, what? What happened? So would you, if he, if your partner like snores, everything else is perfect about him, but he snores yeah. like crazy. And like, what would you do? Oh, God. Um, Like, does he have sleep apnea? Like, sure. Does uh, he need uh, a CPAP? I would prefer I somebody without the CPAP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you could fix like, it. Really. Not a really sexy thing, machine. <laughs> um, and that would probably keep me up all night, as mm. well as the snoring. So I might mm-hmm. as well just snore. Um, but I guess it's for his health. I get it, too. Um, mm-hmm. 
if everything else is perfect, I guess I just have to learn how to deal with it. Um, I went on this trip uh, two summers ago to yeah. Yosemite. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing a, it was a one bedroom like suite inside the park uh, with this other couple. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know that the separation wall was not an actual wall. It was oh, okay. just like a flimsy piece of thing that you pull. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so he snored like a foghorn. Oh my like, god! The second his head hit the pillow until the second he woke up, it was bad. And we weren't <laughs> even like next to him, right? His partner was sleeping next to him. <laughs> it was so bad. We didn't sleep mm-hmm. for two nights, and then oh he god. slept fine, and his partner slept just fine. And we were like, Cindy, how did you sleep through all that? And she's like. It's been eight years. I'm used to it now. But how does one ever get Damn. used to that loud of snoring? Like, I'm pretty sure people hear it, like, two doors down. That's how loud <laughs> it was. It was reverberating through this, this cabin hotel thing. I guess it was so loud. Was it consistent? Was it consistent snoring? It was very consistent. Oh, that's good. He didn't, <laughs> like, snort and stop. He was just, like, it was just... It was like breathing, but very, very loud. It's like white noise, but not white noise. Oh, man. But his poor partner was just next to him. And I was like, if I, I like, I, I am concerned about her hearing. He should be concerned about, yeah, his health. He probably does have sleep apnea. Right? Yeah. Right? But anyway, yeah, I guess I would just have to learn how to deal with it if everything else is great. But it's not my preference. Mm-hmm. How about you? Wait, does your partner snore? Uh, like, no more than the average person. You know, like, maybe when you're really tired. Like, do you snore? Two seconds in the night. Like, probably a little, like, like the average person. I have an app that records me. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I know I snore when I drink a lot, which means I'm very tired. And then I'm, like, freaking, all my muscles are, like, relaxed. and Yeah. I snore maybe a minute or two per night. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's like nor- a little bit is normal. Yeah. Um, depending on the position and stuff that you sleep in. But anyways, would I... <sighs> it kind of is a deal breaker for me because I'm already a light sleeper. And then when I don't get enough sleep, I feel terrible. Yes. I guess everybody feels this way, but I feel extra terrible. Because like my amount of deep sleep in a normal night when it's pitch quiet pitch quiet is not even a word and when it's really quiet when it's silent <laughs> is already like lower than the average person i feel like i wake up really frequently so i don't know i don't know if i could deal maybe maybe i would sleep in a different room <laughs> yeah yeah no i i i get you i think sleep matters so much to me and mm-hmm. when i do sleep next to somebody who's snoring i spend like the next 3 days recuperating yeah exactly yeah you can't and you get stressed and then like just everything builds on top of each other i don't know if that would be the best scenario for a relationship (laughs) yeah yeah usually i like spending overnights with Mm. people i'm dating Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but if they snore i actually i i can't i don't prefer Mm. it yeah my ex snored a lot and uh I would just wake him up in the... Like, when he's snoring really loud, like, elbow him. So he wakes up and then I try to go back to sleep. But doesn't he just start again? Like He does, but then 
it's like I guess it's very irregular. So I only wake up at certain points when it's like super loud. But anyways, hate that. Like the best sleep I've ever had was with <laughs> somebody who didn't snore, was a great cuddler, didn't overheat at night. Like it was just the oh. most comfortable sleep ever. And I do you cuddle when you sleep? I don't. Uh, actually, no. He knew exactly when I wanted to cuddle and when I didn't. So usually、oh. in the beginning, yeah, you're like cuddling a bit, and then you're like, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually、mm-hmm. at night, and then in the morning again, I'll probably just go back.、Mm-hmm. But he was like, it was like perfect temperature, perfect everything, <laughs> no snoring at all. I couldn't even hear him breathe. That's nice. I dated somebody in the summer.、Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say dated. I went on a few dates with somebody mm-hmm, in the summer、mm-hmm. who was really in Chinese would call it cholo.、Mm, yeah. Really like what is it? Rough around the edges, like abrasive, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm already really abrasive in my speech. Sure. I swear like a trucker in <laughs> real life. Um, and on the pod, actually, but he was really abrasive. Like he would say、mm. things that would make me cringe on the regular. Like not in terms of swearing, right? Because that's just whatever. Swearing too, swearing、uh-huh. too. Like even though I swear a lot, every time、yeah. I do swear, I actually cringe inside. Like I'm、mm. really aware that I shouldn't be. Okay. Whereas I think he was just like free flowing swear words in English and Chinese,、mm. um, and I think my. Uh, the worst one was when he said he was gonna. He wanted to punch his mom. All right. And I, I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> like I know my my mom's annoying as heck too, right? All moms mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm.、Um, but I would never say that. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Especially to some girl I'm dating. Yeah. It's our, our third date, and he's like, "I want to punch my mom."、I'm、like, uh, <laughs> what? So, like, I think in general. Uh-huh. Respect to your elderly is very important. Yeah,、mm-hmm. yeah,、um, I agree.、So、if he didn't, oh, okay. So before it was, they would have to treat my parents really well,、mm-hmm. and and their own parents, right? That's a deal breaker.、Um, but now it's more like as we get older, we think about elder care and things like that.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be the fact that he would have to be okay living with my parents one day.、Mm, yeah, yeah, and that's. Probably like a really scary thought right now,、mm-hmm. um, but something in my twenties I don't know if I would have thought about.、Mm. It's funny because、uh, my ex, he was the one that was that brought it up. Like, oh yeah, we can accommodate your your parents, blah blah blah. Like he was very very good about it. Yeah, he was he was really good about it. And like I in the back of my mind, like back then it was like. A while ago, like my mid twenties, like I kind of knew that I was gonna have to take care of them, but I never really, like, thought about it or planned for it or like really faced it.、Mm-hmm. And then after he mentioned it, I was like, okay, okay, like at least I know he's okay with it, and I didn't even have to bring it up first. Yeah, which is good. And then with my current boyfriend, I think this happened a while ago now, but I had was having not anxiety per se, but.、Um, I was just feeling kind of emotional about my parents getting old, blah blah. Like how I'm going to deal with it.、Um, and I had the talk with him, and he was like, "Yeah, I know, I know, it's perfectly fine. Like I understand. Like I'm okay with it."、Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, that's very reassuring." If it was a different reaction, I would have been like, "Okay, yeah, this is no way." <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I have to say that's a very bold thing to say for your ex because、mm. if someone didn't bring it out to me,、mm. I don't know if I would have brought it up to someone else. I don't know、mm. if I would have willingly said without anything prompting it,、yeah. hey, I'm okay living with your parents one day. Like,、mm-hmm. that's a huge. Yeah, I don't know. Unless they're like, if their parents were really, really awesome.、Mm. Um, well,、fine. I think <laughs> I think the situation was like, What did he say? I think it was,、um, yeah, we can buy a place with a suite so we don't have to live with them. It, it was like that kind of situation, but he was all,、mm-hmm. all like open to it. So I was kind of like, Oh, this is nice. I'm hearing that more and more now. Like, friends around me are buying places with suites for their、mm-hmm. aging parents. Yeah. I mean, it's something you gotta think about, especially being Asian, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else? What's another pet peeve? Like, just not deal breakers, just like a little pet peeve. That, like... Oh, yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> I can't stand people who chew loudly.、Mm-hmm. I think that's a common one. This is just in general. Like, I can't even have, I can't even be around friends who chew loudly. Do you have any that chew loudly? Yes. Oh, you do? Yes. But it, it's gotten better. I don't notice it anymore, but when we were in high school,、mm. fuck. <laughs> but. It's a, it's an actual phobia. Yeah, 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 it is. Right?、Mm-hmm. And it showed up in my 23andMe DNA. Oh, too. More likely to be,、um, I guess, bothered by loud yeah, yeah. noises.、Mm-hmm. But it just, I cannot stand it. And I can't, I can't stand people who slurp their noodles or like、oh. drink the rice. You know what I mean? When they pick up their bowl and they're like、yeah. shoveling rice、yeah. into their mouth.、Uh-huh. I think it's so rude. But I think regularly, In Hong Kong,、yeah. that's a normal thing. Yeah, that's normal. And I get it, but to me, I just cannot stand it. What if they're shoveling rice and it doesn't make a sound? <laughs> I, 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 okay, I think it's the action of shoveling rice. Oh, interesting. For me, but slurping noodles is the number one terrible thing you can do on a date with me. <laughs> that is a good way to guarantee you're not gonna get laid. That's so interesting. Guaranteed. I, like, my blood will boil. Nothing makes me that mad. Huh. And if I'm in a restaurant, like a noodle soup restaurant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and everybody around me is slurping, I'm not gonna be able to eat my food because I actually feel nauseous. Like, I have a、oh, physical I see, I see, I see. aversion to it. So. Man, don't go to Japan. <laughs> Oh, I've been. I, I didn't go to that many ramen places. Okay,、though. okay, okay. But yeah, that's a huge. Like, if it, if you make the food in your mouth sound gross、yeah. and moist, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will not kiss you for the rest of the night.、Mm, I'm sorry. Interesting. Oh, yeah, bad breath. Oh, bad breath is bad too. Yeah, that's also like, I'm not going to kiss you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I. Don't know why I do this. <laughs> I always、mm-hmm. not. I I know exactly why I do this. Actually, I <laughs>、okay. always ask people whether or not they have a dental plan, dental coverage. Oh, <laughs> the last like three people I've dated haven't. Oh, but anyway, a it's because I have terrible teeth and I need a bunch of crowns. And your girl, it's like two thousand dollars per crown, <laughs> and your girl's plan only covers fifty percent. So I need another fifty percent coverage. Thank、yeah. you very much. Yeah. But also, like, if you don't get your teeth clean regularly, you're gonna have bad breath.、Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's like the plaque buildup, whether or not you see it,、mm. 
you're gonna have it so you gotta go to the dentist guys yeah also what you eat so that's pretty gross yeah yes i guess general hygiene is important it would be kind of a deal breaker for me because if you're disgusting and i don't want to be near you then i think yeah, yeah. i don't think that it would work Ooh. out hmm? Ooh, situation mm-hmm. um you are on a date with a super hot dude and everything's going super well and then Y'all about to have sex, and he whips off his pants, and he is like a fucking jungle dog. (laughs) You don't even know where it is. You got to search in in the depths. (laughs) Now it's clear we've headshots. Um, (laughs) Would you? Would you be okay with that? Like, and in the moment or in the long run? (laughs) Uh, Both. I think in the moment I would just go with it because you're already there. Like, what are you gonna be like? This is gross. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Yeah, right? that's true. You can't But maybe after... Plus, you're probably already, like, really... Yeah, exactly. It. But maybe afterwards, I'd be like... Mm. But th- that's something they can change easily, so... That's true. It depends on his approach. Maybe if I asked him and, he- and he'd be like, Nah, I like it like this. I'd be like, okay, but I don't. And then if he still says, No, I like it like this. I'd be like, okay. Then you don't give a shit about my opinion. <laughs> you know? Mm. It is all about the feedback giving, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. says HR. I mean, yeah, a bush is kind of not attractive, but... Mm. <laughs> yeah, what at least, do you do? Like, just clean it up a bit, you know? Yeah, you don't need to, like, be bare, but at least keep it... Oh, no, don't be bare. Tight. That's weird, too. <laughs> is that weird? If it's, like, just nothing... Like, have have your have you never been with someone that has nothing? Like, uh, <laughs> like a baby? <laughs> I mean, okay, I've had people who cleaned up, but usually it was like at least like stubble or hmm. some like a little bit, but not completely yeah. like a baby's like <laughs> bottom kind of. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh my girl. god. Yeah, so <laughs> is this too personal? <laughs> Should I say? Um, yeah, I think you're right though. That is a situation you don't want to be in, where he's bare and you're bare, because that's a lot of friction. <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> Whereas otherwise, you'd be exfoliating. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Pick your battles there. <laughs> oh, my God. This took a turn. It's funny. I think we should always take shots before episodes. <laughs> this is quite entertaining for me. Um, yeah, personal hygiene. Yeah, if someone... Oh, man. B.O. is like... Sometimes you can't help it. Like, sometimes them as a person, you just sweat. And it just... Your sweat just smells a certain way. I think it's maybe genetic or, like, what they consume. (laughs) Um, Mm. But if it's really bad, I don't think I can do that either. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I've had to have multiple conversations with employees with Leo before. And I genuinely think that those people can't can't control, like, like deodorant wouldn't work on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah doesn't mask it so mm-hmm. i genuinely feel bad for people mm, like yeah that. yeah um, i know but i guess you can be more mindful of it where you know you don't exercise unless you have access to a mm-hmm. shower or something but i guess if it's hot out it's summer yeah 
I don't know. That's tough. But yeah, that is pretty gross. Yeah. But Asians are pretty good, I find, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Asians don't smell as much in general. But I do know some people, they're just friends, that like when they sweat, it's like sour. You know, <laughs> sour smell. Oh my God, it's really gross. Ooh, yeah. They're natural mm-hmm, musk. Mm-hmm. But maybe some... Are they all dudes? Yeah, they're guys. Maybe some people are just... Mm. You know how people are attracted to people's sweat? Like, they say it's a thing because it's, like, pheromones or whatever. Like Pheromones, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if this is a real thing, but maybe some girls are attracted to that, but... Maybe they don't smell it. Maybe they smell Something like... else. Yeah. Yeah. Better flowers. Um, I don't have anything that's, like, like you, like, they, that I'm super adverse to, like, chewing. Even though... If it's too much and I notice it, and I'll be like, okay, you should fucking chew really loudly. <laughs> um, That's just basic table manners. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think, like, don't talk your mouth with your mouth full. Yeah. Like, okay, what if you went on a date and some guy was trying to get the waitress's attention mm-hmm. and she was like, hey, hey, <laughs> over here. Huh? Huh? Right? We can just generalize as, like, Having no manners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know what I was going to say? You reminded me, I think, like, the swearing thing or very the cholo thing, the the rough thing. I think when a guy or anyone swears a lot in Chinese, it is extra rude sounding to me. Like, I don't know what it is. And I'm just like, ugh, whoa. Like, like it kind of, like, takes me by surprise. Like, you can swear a lot in English and I, I'd probably be fine with it. Like, it's fine. But in Chinese, it's very different for me. It's kind of weird. <laughs> I agree. I don't know why that yeah, is. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, languages. It just sounds so much more yeah, yeah, in yeah. Chinese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think a big part of it for me is that I have to be able to have really good conversation with people. Mm, okay. And not that this is a pet peeve, mm-hmm. but I think a deal breaker is if we can't have good conversation. Yeah. And good defined by um well i like not awkward Mm -hmm, which is hard for me in the first place because i talk so much like i don't think there's gonna be that much dead air Mm -hmm. anyway um (laughs) but (laughs) i think you have to be uh thoughtful and articulate Mm -hmm. in what you're trying Mm -hmm, to say mm -hmm. um and not just talk about shallow things yeah, yeah. So don't just talk to me about how your day is. and Like, I just want to talk about maybe more philosophical things once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not able to do that, I don't know. Is that a deal breaker? That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Because that's going to be... Your life? The rest yeah. of the conversations okay. of your entire... The rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I don't think I knew I needed that until recently. recently. Yeah. Mm. Probably, yeah. But then, okay, so it comes back to this thing that I bring up a lot too, where should your partner be the one to provide you with that? Like, it, it's up to you, obviously, what you want from your partner, mm-hmm. but do they need to fulfill every single need of yours? But it is nice. Like, obviously, it's nice to have if, if they can fulfill many of the things that you need um 
I am still deciding mm. that. But I think it's linked for yeah. me to respect. Mm, okay. So I, I have to be able to respect you. Um, so if you're unable to have these conversations to me that I think are simple, mm-hmm. to other people may, might not be, but if you're unable to have simple conversations with me, then the less likely I'm, I'm going to respect you. That's true. Yeah. I agree with that. It's funny because like, so we, okay, for the audience, we had this talk with our girlfriends a little bit about people being simple, like not having conversations go as deep as you want them to. Mm-hmm. And they also, they kind of brought up the fact that like, oh, maybe it's because like you don't, you haven't dated for that long. You don't know him for that. Haven't known him for that long. Mm-hmm. Slash don't know him that well. Mm-hmm. But it's it's funny because like on me and my boyfriend, like second or third date or something we had this it just came up we're just talking about like (laughs) literally what it means to be alive like life wow i guess he never thought about it so he didn't articulate but at least he was very like receptive Mm kind of like oh i never thought about it that way oh that's really like and then he would kind of add little tidbits Mm -hmm. yeah but at least he was receptive to it and then was yeah, able to ask some questions and thoughtful in his like, response. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I think that's all you really want. Like you don't need them to be like talking about this theory, that theory, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you don't need to debate with me. You don't even need to agree with me. <laughs> but just be able to just having the capacity to have that mm. kind of conversation is important. Um, and I think the group of girls that we talked mm. with, all of them plus their partners mm-hmm. are also, I would say. Like, they can talk about deeper things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they can, like, debate. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back mm-hmm. and forth with that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I don't I don't know if they know what it's like to not have that. That's true. Yeah. But I've been on enough dates to <laughs> experience that quite a bit. I, it's weird, but I feel like I almost connect more with autistic people. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm so intrigued by how they think. Mm, yeah. Um, versus just like really normal people where there's no mystery. Ooh. I kind of have an example. So this guy that was chasing me for a while this is like a long time ago. But like I went on a couple days with him and it like it didn't click. But it was also because I thought he was dumb. <laughs> yeah, but very similarly, we couldn't. I feel like I couldn't have those kind of conversations with him. And he was just not. It was just all about... This is when we partied a lot. So it was just all about what DJ is coming. Like, what, what event are you going to go to next? Mm-hmm. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's go drink and whatever. And it was... Yeah. No. Is it... Do you have any other... Do you have any other... I don't like people chewing pet peeves. Like, that kind of... Like, cash? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure I have a lot. Like... <laughs> I hate it when, like, a guy spends a lot of time at my place but never offers to help. I hate it when mm. guys, like, you're cooking for a guy and he doesn't even ask, like, hey, what can I do mm. to help with? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yeah. I feel like I'm being really bitchy and picky. Eh, that's what the naming all about. Are it's normal? okay. I think that's kind of normal. That's That also ties in with, like, being manners. manners. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think one, it's not a deal breaker, but it's something that I would kind of look for is a guy that 
can drive. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Okay, but not only drive, but has a car. Uh, no, believe me, the last two people I casually dated. Yeah. Three people. <gasps> three people. <laughs> did either could not drive. Oh no, wait. They all could drive, but they all either didn't have access to a car and one of them I wouldn't even call that thing a car. Barely ran. I mean, I've never dated anyone that that didn't have their car and couldn't mm. drive. But mm. I feel like if they could at least drive, they could drive my car. Like, mm. No. <laughs> because, okay, I agree. And I think he offered to drive my car once. Yeah. And I said no. And then after I kept asking him and yeah. he said no. But then when I think about it too. Wait, what do you mean you kept, driven, you kept asking him what? To drive? Do you want to drive? Oh, car? oh. Yeah. And then um, when I think back, it's like, okay, this guy hasn't driven a car in like two, three years. Hmm. I don't really trust him driving my car either. Mm. So yeah. it's like, if, but he, if he's okay paying for the Uber, then like, I'd just rather do that. Mm, yeah. And, and that wouldn't bother me as much. If he's like cheap, doesn't want to pay for an Uber, doesn't want to pay for a taxi, mm. and he doesn't drive, then I'm like, Yes, deal breaker. Mm. I know a huge one. What? Huge deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've talked to you about this before, but I can't stand people who are privileged and can't recognize it. Oh. I mean, we're all privileged in some way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but this person that I'm specifically talking about was extra, extra privileged. Yeah. And he was just adamant that he had worked so hard mm-hmm. for everything that he has Mm -hmm. which i'm not trying to discount that Mm -hmm. but he also was raised with a ton of privilege yeah and i it's not my job to make you realize that Mm -hmm. and i can't stand people who can't get outside of their heads to think for a second hey maybe i am privileged like that that self-reflection or self-awareness mm. is so important mm. at this age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this guy was older too. Like he should have known better to me. But Yeah. I see where you're coming from. But it's also just playing like devil's advocate. Like obviously he should know that he's privileged and like see it in that light as well. Like along with hard work, right? But he should know that he started at a much better place than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people who are well off think that way, that it's like, I'm just speculating here, but it's a hard thing to accept for a lot of people that things were just given to you, like you didn't earn it, right? Yeah. It, it ties into self-worth. So I think I think that's kind of why. Yeah, I don't think, I, I don't, I'm not expecting you to attribute all of your success to the fact that you were you know, privileged growing up, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, but just acknowledge that you were. But I understand Mm -hmm. that, you know, privilege is blind to Mm, those who have it. So, Mm -hmm. but it's just being open-minded to the fact that, hey, maybe, maybe this smidgen (laughs) privileged, you know? Like, this guy had no self-awareness at all. Like, he was just like, zero privileged, I worked so hard, Mm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm not not saying that you didn't work hard. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that, you understand that you were given a lot of opportunities that other people weren't as in addition 
yeah. that help fueled your success. But then, and then also, like, he's probably surrounded by people who are similar to him, right? So oh, for 100%. him, yeah, the baseline is like where he is already. So obviously, he got there. Yeah. From hard work. Totally. totally. <laughs> oh my god! Like, if he's like, hey, um, I want to start. Uh, a laptop company, okay? I'm going to become the next Dell computers, whatever. Mm-hmm. Literally, there'd be people who's like, okay, I know someone who can build the motherboard. Oh, I know mm-hmm. a factory in China mm-hmm. who can build a shell for me. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, if we said that, we'd Where be like, Where the fuck we okay, start? What the fuck now? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, let me Google this. Like, <laughs> literally, right? So, mm-hmm. but he didn't even understand that, which is something yeah. so simple to me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yes. he has access to millions of dollars by just like knocking on his friend's doors yeah or his own mom yeah. and dad yeah yeah um but yeah anyway yeah it's hard when like you know relationships that when one person is way economically is way above the other i think it's it's hard for that to work out that that was exactly my situation <laughs> Because, okay, so this guy bought a Porsche, um, and in my opinion, I was mm-hmm. very excited because it was also white, and I love mm. white cars. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes. oh my god, it's white Porsche, blah, blah, blah. And the day he picked me up in it, yeah. he was very quiet, okay. and then the end of the night, he was like, you know, you've been nothing but negative all night about my car. Oh. And I was like, huh? I, to me, in my opinion, yeah. was nothing but excited, right? Okay. Never, I've never even actually been in a Porsche before, yes. so that was my first time in a Porsche. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a low model Porsche, too. It wasn't even mm-hmm. like a nice one. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, yeah, um, you're you're being um, really passively negative. Oh. And I, I had 0% awareness of this. Yeah. But I still was not like, no, I wasn't. Yeah, I was yeah. still like, oh, maybe my subconscious, like, because I grew up not right. being able to afford these things. I've never yeah, been yeah. in a Porsche before. Yeah. Maybe subconsciously I was like, I don't know, some sort of weird vibe, right? Right. Did he uh, Did he illustrate some examples and then... No, he couldn't give oh. me a single solid example. So, oh, oh okay. okay. Again, That's I was weird. like, mm, I'm not sure if you're extra sensitive because you know I'm poor yeah. or if... I'm actually saying these things. Maybe it's a bit of both. Yeah. But I still wasn't like, oh. No, I wasn't. <laughs> like, yeah, you're just thinking shit. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, maybe because of all these factors. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think more been. about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if I said the same thing to him, he would have been like, no, are you kidding me? No way. Like zero self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Hmm. I'm kind of curious what he thought you did that was negative. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Because I would have definitely changed it. I would have definitely yeah, 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 exactly. had a different tune to it. Because yeah, yeah. I don't think there was an underlying thing. Underlying. No? I don't know. Negative. Maybe you were being sarcastic about some stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. The only comment I made was like, your dog looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> because she... <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so used to his old car, and it was like yeah. a drastically different car. Yeah, she yeah. like sat in the back seat, like stiff, oh. and she looked like she had like grimacing teeth. Like, oh. And I was like, oh my god, your poor dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, she looks really freaking uncomfortable right now. Mm. Um, 
but that was the only thing I could think of. Mm. Maybe you just like oh, these seats are, or like these seats are so hard, or like in, in not a negative way. But he's like, yeah. why are you complaining about this shit or, or whatever? Maybe I just like hyped up a Porsche in my head so much that when yeah. I saw it, I yeah, 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 yeah. It, I was like, this is normal. A normal car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can totally see that happen, mm. which is why I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe I did. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been in that situation? Different socioeconomic statuses? Mm, not with people I dated, but definitely I have a lot of friends that are well off. Yeah. And it's... I don't think anything weird ever comes out of it. Or awkward. I'm trying to think. Ooh, I can't think of... I actually can't think of a situation. So we were in Japan. And I was looking at a Cartier ring in a secondhand shop. Because Japan has a lot of like secondhand luxury goods consignment stores mm-hmm. um so we're just looking browsing and i was trying on this this ring that i wanted to buy it was already really affordable like considering retail prices it was like maybe five six hundred canadian mm-hmm. right and then i thought because so we were it was japan we walked a lot that day and then i guess we're all tired jet lagged whatever right mm-hmm. and she was being because it was white gold and i didn't want a white gold one i wanted a rose gold one and they didn't have it didn't have any in my size mm-hmm. so i was like oh should i buy it should i buy it should I buy it and then she i guess she was kind of mad and she was just like just buy it. you're not gonna it's not gonna be the last ring you buy kind of in, in kind of like in that way mm-hmm. and i'm okay yeah like fucking 600 dollars for you is nothing right yeah like i need to yeah. think about it yeah and then i was like kind of pissed off after but yeah i don't know that was really the only time that there was ever really like a conflict i have i have friends like that where they're like oh i don't know if i should get the range rover or (laughs) like the x5 and then they'll like mull over it for months and months and i have to be on the receiving end of it and i'm like thinking in my head oh my god do you know how privileged you sound right now but i can't say shit about it but that's okay yeah that's okay like that's that's normal conversation yeah yeah definitely yes okay this is a huge pet peeve of mine Mm -hmm. i think I'm particularly sensitive to it because I live alone. Mm-hmm. I have a mortgage. I've had a mortgage for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and girl likes to spend money, so I don't have that much of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I think when I owe somebody money, yeah, it's I usually like. I make a note on my phone, like, mm, you owe pay. Carrie $80. Don't yeah, forget, yeah. don't forget. It's like my worst nightmare to forget that I owe someone money, mm, right? Yeah. But um, when I'm dealing with a partner who has a lot of it, mm-hmm. I don't think they think mm, right. yeah, yeah. about it the same way. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to nickel and dime either. I'm not that kind of person to nickel and dime my partner. Mm-hmm, Never, right? Mm-hmm. But if I'm paying for something significant, yeah. Um, and I don't ever get the offer to get paid back. Yeah, yeah. That's a really big deal to me because that's, like, a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. if I've, like, you know, saved up for a really long time to get you a nice gift mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're just like, okay, cool, thanks, because you could have bought it mm. anytime you wanted to, yeah. like, that would bother me. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's a me issue. But I have been in situations where, like, if I owe somebody, if I owe my partner money, yeah, um, I'll just say, okay, I'm gonna e-transfer you right away, blah blah blah. And even if yeah. they're like, no, 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 it's okay, I'm just gonna e-transfer you anyway, right? Yeah. And whether or not you accept it is up to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, 
to not even get the offer, yeah, yeah, vice yeah. versa, is really annoying. And, um, and I feel like they don't understand just how poor I am. Not poor, but like <laughs> just how hard I have to work. Yeah. And how many, like all the bills that I have to pay. Yeah. Um, and it makes me even more mad when they don't have a mortgage <laughs> and they don't know what it's like. And they yeah. just think like money is just whatever because I've always grown up with it. Mm-hmm. Like that's really frustrating to me. So I actually, like I actually would prefer, I know girls, bitches always say, you know, I want, I want to marry a rich guy. Yeah. But I actually prefer, um, dating someone who's like, more hardworking or willing to like put in the hours and work and whatever and date somebody who's average right. who will get there one day because I feel like you're you have better habits and still yeah, value money sure. differently like your foundation is at the core is the same versus mm-hmm. like you just straight up dating a rich person that's like well fuck yeah <laughs> I can't afford half the things that you want us to do it's very I different. have to I always spend more money mm-hmm. when I date somebody who is like because you're trying because you're trying because I'm trying to prove yeah. so much that I'm mm-hmm. not here for the money mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah I paid for like freaking trips I didn't want to go on but then for them it's probably like nothing like they don't even yeah, think about it they don't appreciate it. it either yeah well they don't I don't think it's like they don't appreciate but they're just kind of like oh yeah she's spending it so like she's probably okay with it you know what I mean yeah yeah I think that's on you I, that you shouldn't over overextend yourself in that way if you're gonna be like uh i can't do it (laughs) i guess so i guess so and it's not like i grew up in a terrible situation either my parents were like poor or anything (laughs) but i just have these like weird asian immigrant habits Mm -hmm. in me you ever dated someone rich not like obscenely rich have i dated someone obscenely rich like, I think you you'd count. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I don't know his net worth, so I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe you do, but he was comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think I always knew, like, because it's not that. Because I have a lot of friends that are well off, and then like there have been situations where someone well off is interested in me, but I I knew already before even trying that it it wouldn't be a good situation. Like, I can already, mm-hmm. like, foresee these differences and, like, kind of how awkward it would be. So I just never really gave yeah. any of them chances. I know how to pick them. <laughs> but then you'll never move up to the next level. No, I move them up myself. You. What do you mean? <laughs> True, but, like, the little boost, you know? We can we can get, like, rich, but we can't get wealth. Do you know what I mean? Like, generational wealth? It depends on how you invest. <laughs> All right, Tesla to the moon. I'm kidding. Dude, Bitcoin's like freaking eighty something k Canadian. Oh my god, it's crazy. I haven't checked it. I was like, I should have bought it at twenty two k. I don't understand. Guys, I have zero point zero zero one. Does that make me rich? What were we talking about? Oh, pet peeves. Pet peeves. Pet peeves. So my mine is Uh when people don't factor in money into a lot of things Mm. but i also yeah it is it is partial my fault too (laughs) what are you gonna do Mm. yeah my relationship with money is a 
a bit strange as well. But it was you really weird so? hearing um, our friend say that her and her husband to be husband um, combined their right. accounts. Like yes. all of their paychecks are going in there, and I was like, that gives, "Damn, that's a lot." That gives me anxiety of trust. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but anxiety. like. Like, I'm okay with, you know, open a joint account, you know, you each contribute to it. But, like, everything, yep. everything is together. Is it, like, commitment issues? <laughs> I, I think it, it is a little bit of that. For me, I don't think I would have had a problem before had I not yeah. gone through the whole apartment ordeal because I had to split oh, the see. apartment. And yeah. it was with somebody that I had, like, full trust that this, we wouldn't need lawyers. We wouldn't, we would be able mm-hmm. to do it amicably, right? Um, but in the end, not really that much. Like, it, we still had to get lawyers involved, which was disappointing to me. But I guess yeah. that's just good sense. Like, just get a prenup. Do they have a prenup? Oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. I hope she has a prenup. Not <laughs> not that I think anything's going to happen. I just think it's good sense. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think so, too. It's funny because, uh, speaking of prenups, my ex's sister got married to a guy who... Maybe he was well off. I don't know about his family money, mm. but he, you know, he worked at Amazon. Was like a, like a product manager or whatever. Made tech money. He said, yeah. And he wanted to sign a prenup, and like her and my ex's whole family was very against it because they're very mm. I'm more traditional, I guess. In my mind, I'm like, no, yeah, it's like it's good. Like you should both protect your assets. Like you know, do whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Interesting. Um. Getting, yeah, I don't feel like getting married, I don't know, should give you the right to everything. The other person, because maybe because I see each person in a in a pair as individuals and like maybe marriage is not conducive of that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think I could handle that conversation. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I still don't have a joint account or anything. <laughs> With anyone. Would you want one? No, right? Like, I would do a joint account where we both contribute, and then we like when we do fund. things together. Yeah. yeah. Like a dog fund. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be totally. nice. Um, but right now, because we're both not really to the T, I spent this much on this and this mm-hmm. and that. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, and it works for us, so it's whatever. I, I was going to say that I actually think the whole... Like, I am so, um, like, I want everything to be equal. So mm-hmm. even if I'm dating someone rich and he takes me to a nice restaurant, I'm going to want to take him, take him to a nice restaurant back kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that might be from the fact that I used to date an accountant. And uh. I recently looked up one of our vacation planning Excel documents. Yeah. And literally there was a list of, every single expense in there and the name of who paid like whose credit card it was on oh wow in the cu- in the, in the, in the spreadsheet together like, even Holy crap. like down to the coffees that we got um yeah. it was either this <laughs> name or that name and then at the end we had a tally and said okay you get the e-transfer this much oh my god yeah yeah i think i think that's probably where it comes from because i'm just like that is so hyper, extreme I'm so hyper aware of like who pays for what? And I also, I'm like mm. not comfortable if people are paying like a lot of money for me anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
yeah, it just feels like I owe them something. So right, right, right. Yeah, I, I, I feel that too. But that was extreme. Like, I can't believe we did. Like, I get it. It's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that is very extreme. As a girl, I kind of want to be treated sometimes too, right? Like, couldn't we have one nice dinner where you wanted to take me out? Like. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's my gift to you. I, I do it because I want you to be happy, you know? But like, we were, I don't need anything. Yeah, we were both back. also young and not Yeah, yeah, true, We were true, both true, pretty, true. like, pretty freaking poor back then. So I guess it's, I think it'd be a different circumstance now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> do you, does your guy have to have um, similar hobbies or interests? I feel like my ex and I didn't have that many similar interests or hobbies, and it worked out fine for a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was the issue yeah. <laughs> that made us break up. So I, I don't think they need to be similar, but just, just what I said earlier, I think the thing about the health thing, yeah, and then as long as we can talk about stuff. Yeah, as long, like you said, like as long as they're open-minded about mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think receptiveness trumps yeah. a lot there. Yeah, like uh, like my boyfriend now, he loves history and politics, and that is totally like, like I kind of like history, but I don't like reading history, like textbooks and stuff, yeah. and that's what he likes to do. Um, but, like, but we can still talk about things that we both enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you have too many similar hobbies... We just end up doing everything together. Oh, 100%. And that, like, I don't know. I don't know. You're the same person at that, that point. <laughs> yeah. Which is also not good. I've definitely been there. Yeah. There was literally nothing we did separately. <laughs> then what do you have to talk about? I don't know. Yeah. Like, you, there's no different No, there's so much to talk to about. Bring. Yeah? Yeah. If you're both working out together, you're like, okay, what lifts are you going to do? No, I don't. I'm not okay, sure. This is my new supplement stack. This is who I'm watching on YouTube. Like, look at my muscles; they're so big. You know? <laughs> totally, totally. I guess so. I I think we're we're both a little bit different because I would prefer somebody who um, has a really good understanding of what I do and the world that hmm. I work in versus I think you're you prefer someone who's not in your world in terms of work, right? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I thought about this before, actually, because mm-hmm. I've never had never had the chance to date someone in tech, so I don't know. Actually, no, no, I've had the chance, but I did not go <laughs> that way. But I can see pros and cons of both. Yeah. Sometimes, like when I talk to my boyfriend, I wish that he understood more. But then that, that's also good for me because then it makes me have to explain things to somebody who doesn't understand. Then it makes me better. Like, dumb it down. Yeah, exactly. Dumb it down in a way that they can understand, which also reinforces my learning, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But then it would be nice, because I do have a girlfriend um, who's dating someone in tech as well, and they'll go into, like, the nitty-gritty, and, like, he can kind of help her with whatever problems he, like, she has. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of nice, too. But, like, I can get that at work. Like, I can ask my mentor or whatever, my senior. I guess so. I guess so. I, like... I love what I do, so yeah. I do want to talk about it. So yeah. I guess the flag for me is if um, they can't talk about it. What do you mean? Who? Well, okay, I'm seeing someone right now who, on 
on the surface knows what I do. Like, okay, you work in HR, yeah. you work in tech. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you asked him, like, what do I actually do? He'd probably just say, like, oh, hire and fire people, right? And it's just <laughs> like, no. But he hasn't ever tried to dig deeper either. He's like, yeah. okay, no, tell me, like, what does your day-to-day look like? Or, uh. like, I think that's partially me, though, because HR is a field where, up until recently, we've had to prove ourselves, prove our value to businesses. Like, mm-hmm. not every business values people and culture, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In tech, they do, but in other, mm-hmm. other industries, they don't. So yeah. I feel like I always have to prove my worth. Like, oh, we are strategic. We are, you know, worth the investment and all this stuff. Like, right. day-to-day budgeting and forecasting, I always have to prove our worth. Mm-hmm. So to me, when someone says, all you do is hire and fire, that, like, hurts my ego and hurts, like, it goes against like what I do on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Um, so if you, if you don't even try to get to know that, to me, that's like, it's hard. It's a hard pill for me to swallow. Yeah, well, that's, I think it kind of comes back to the thing you were saying before that you want them to have an open mind. Yeah. And are like, maybe at least curious about things and can engage. Yeah. yeah, I don't doubt that he'd be open to it, but okay. I think it's the curiosity that's lacking there. Mm, okay. I can't say I relate because, the, like, the careers I've had is, mm. all, like, I can't even, it's hard to have a conversation with someone who's not in the field anyways, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what I'd ask you about. I know. I remember. Do you remember? No, even before this, remember I gave you my resume and I was like, can you look this over for me? Mm -hmm. And there's like something about PCR testing and you're like, I don't even know half of these words. Yeah. I was like, I remember you said that to me and I was like, "Mm, yeah. And I, yeah. And I hire for a lot of this stuff. Like, do you remember that resume I sent you on Reddit? Oh yeah. There's this girl who sent out a shit. Yeah. And recruiters just like, recruiters from like, notion mm. and like bumble and all these like big tech places they just put her through because god knows why right like apparently we don't read resumes um but it's kind of like that right it's, just uh, gotta put buzzwords yeah mm-hmm. react node javascript python data science yeah <laughs> <laughs> <They are. laughs> it's like, oh god all the, all the yeah all the buzzwords in terms of my work i think at least like he has a lot of contact with tech technology mm-hmm. you know like it's just everywhere right you can't really escape it so at least i can talk to him about some of these things and then he'll he'll ask me kind of more in-depth questions like oh like, what happened when Facebook went down? Like, what was the issue? And I, I like, kind of tried to explain to him. What was the issue? It's like, a DNS issue. It was some oh. configuration they couldn't... So, they basically couldn't route... You couldn't route to Facebook because they didn't know where the fuck to put you. But, yeah, at least, like, we can have those kind of conversations and it comes up. But if... Yeah, but every time... If every time I say something and he's like, Oh, okay. Cool. I'd be like, Okay. <laughs> You're definitely not listening to me. (laughs) I just told you these robots are going to blow up the world. Why do you think it's cool? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Take it a bit deeper. Take it a bit deeper. Oh, yeah. I I think that's it for me in terms of... I feel like I've just ranted this entire hour. 
All right, I guess that's it for our episode today. Yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed. Maybe you guys can relate. Let us know if you do. I'm kind of curious what guys would have said in a similar Ooh. conversation to each other. Me too. If you're a guy listening to this, reply us on our Instagram. Actually, we're not really active on that, are we? But you can still reply. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll message us on our Instagram. <laughs> Tell us what your pet peeves are, because I'm very yeah. curious. What's a deal breaker for you? Yeah, what's a deal breaker? Hmm. All right. That's it. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye.